There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Sometimes things are tough, but if you got your family, it's enough. Making lots of friends along the way, especially in the Great Taste Gang. We've got your latest food news and scores from the Cardinals and the Blues. Nikki's part of the crew and Greg Warren too. SeaWorld and Brando. Welcome to Wednesday, and uh, I'm looking at the text line. First thing, I just pulled it up just right now when I got into the studio, and I think we need to push more for people to drunk text us. Oh. This came in at 2.39. Drunk on a Tuesday. I like it. Well, well. And it just says, I have a question. What song does Courtney always say she's going to learn that is kind of a rock slash rap some listeners at Demos are wondering. <laughs> Demos is a bar that I have been going to since probably before I was 21. <laughs> and I know that there's a shuffleboard league there, but 239. That's I great. Know, I don't know. If that, so 239 in the morning, and it's, I haven't always wanted to learn it. I set it as a resolution for myself, <laughs> and I gave up. Which song? It's it's the end of the world by oh, Ariel. No. <laughs> I knew it at one time. I just I think there's a sweet spot in your life for learning songs. Yeah. yeah. Because I was I'm way too old now. I've realized. Yeah. Well, I don't. I mean, did you sit down with the lyrics? And I listen did. To I it tried over and over and over, and it just none. It doesn't go together. Mm. It's I, too much. It's just. But I mean, I learned the waitress's Christmas rapping. Um, I know, I probably not anymore, but all of Rob Bass, it takes two. I mean, there was a time in my life where it was a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. But I can't, I gave up. I tried. <laughs> how, I, how many, how long did you try? About 10 minutes. No, oh, well. I tried, I tried for a couple different days. I'd sit down and then I'd come back to it the next day, see if I could add a line every day. Yeah. And I could never, I couldn't get past, like, the first four lines. What's your technique? Listen to the song while reading the lyrics. Yes. And just hope that it, and, and then just sing along yes. and hope that it kind of sinks in. I don't even remember how I used to learn them. I, I'm Probably no help. I can't, I don't even know my own songs. There were no lyrics available on, Mm-mm. online. Right. No, you would just, just hope to listen. the cassette jacket had, had them, the lyrics in there or, or something. you had your own. You made up your own. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot that I have, I memorized throughout my life, but I'm just past, there's a time. Man. And I have passed it. Can we try it today? Can we play it and just see how far There's you no, go? I no, can't. I did. mean, it's too, it's too. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, this was a while. This oh, was, okay. This is a while ago. We've done this for our resolutions. It was two years ago, God, I think. I feel like it was like the first 
year, first New Year's or something. It might have been. It's just too, it was very difficult. <laughs> and there's other songs that have a ton of lyrics. Like I was listening to Hook the other day by oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Blues, Traveler. Blues, Blues Traveler. Traveler. And I know almost every word to that song, even though I think I make up some of my own words. During the yeah. bridge, you have to, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I wasn't as familiar with, with, I mean, I knew a lot of them, though. That, that should have been the resolution. You probably could have filled in those gaps. And, and just then be lied. Like, now I know them all. I know. I should have lied. I shouldn't have gone, like, with no lyrics. Like, there's words I can say, and it's the end of the world as we know it. Like, I'll know parts. Yes. But no. And the true test is, I find there's a ton of songs that I can sing along with. But if it was like a karaoke track, I'd be in big trouble. Oh, yeah. Once the, the vocal track goes away, you realize, oh, oh boy. It's hard. It's a I don't difference. know these things. We did like Punk Rock Christmas. I'd be singing oh, along yeah, with these man, things. I and forgot. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. And then as soon as we were in the room with the guitars and that was it, I was like, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. You had to learn probably a lot of songs. I had a little songbook up there with oh, me. Oh, did you? Yeah, because some of them are, it's just... You know, and we learned so many more than we played. So yeah, it's it's a tricky it's a tricky. Business. If I ever do that again, even with my own stuff, I have to have a book up there because I I just thought like I could learn. it's my own song. Yeah, it was one song. And I remember it, you know, most of it, and then realize like you no. didn't make any mistakes, did you? Oh, I did. Oh, did you? I mean, didn't fortunately, notice. no one could hear me anyway, so <laughs> know, it didn't right. really matter. I was too busy with I my cowbell. Could have just been singing watermelon over and over again. And they'd be like, "This song's great." <laughs> Uh, what is your one song that you know that you, like, when you hear it, every word, and it's a difficult song. Oh, What's your claim to fame lyric-wise for a song? I can really get after End of the World. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, that's I'm, a not, good one. I'm not going to say that I could do it to a karaoke track right now, but... but if the song is playing... I'm going to hit 92%. That's pretty incredible. That's good. I'm you thinking, know. like, a hard... I don't know if I can get every single To me, it's lots and lots word. of lyrics. Yeah. One week, I'm pretty good at, too. I think if you, oh, can, if you can nail 60% of a Pearl Jam song, you're a pro. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's also songs, any songs that I played as a kid, especially as a young, because End of the World, I had was in a band that played, and it's just, it's it's in Yes. There. So, like, I know Hot Licks did all those 80s There's songs. There's something so about in there. that yeah. age where it is locked in. Yep. Well, and. If you're if you're talking about eighty songs, like I use a lot of eighty songs, uh-huh. I think for parodies because they're very like typically the the title of the song is the hook of the song. The song has a very like it has a rhyme scheme. Like all the eighty, not all, but most eighty songs are very easy to like rewrite. Ninety songs can get real weird. Mm-hmm. Like you've got lots of songs where the titles don't match up to the hook or the hook of the song. Has nothing to do. You like they might have a couple different weird hooks in it, and so they're. I think they're harder songs to learn. Those eighty songs, like they just stick. Yeah. Do you ever find that now you'll listen to a song that maybe you parodied seven years ago, and you'll sing? It just w- works so hard in your brain that you'll sing your silly lyrics. Yeah, I still have. There's some yeah. that I don't remember any of the lyrics, but there's the hook. The hook of it is what I you'll say is stuck dumb. in my head. Yeah. It may not even be a great song, but it just that yeah. it's. It's in there forever. Because your brain was in overdrive with creativity and stuff to, to find that well, part and then and perform then it. performing it, yeah. I mean, you know when you get up and perform like a joke or something, 
that's what it sticks. It stays in there, yeah. It's like practicing it, it doesn't work. But then when there's people staring at you, you're like, <laughs> and your brain turns on and it remembers it. <laughs> Talking about practice. Uh, what about you guys? What did you do yesterday? Anything exciting? My garage door is still broken. We didn't do anything about it. Nick told me to wait. He wanted to watch a YouTube video. I told him it was dangerous. Nothing has been done. Then he went and played pickleball last night. So I didn't get Just to see Just wait till he goes pickleball. He's got a new crew. Ready. He's got a new pickleball crew. That He's real cr- pumped up about it. Wow. Over closer to us. He'll still go to Missouri Pickleball if you guys get something back together. But yeah, to. as of now, he's got a new crew. He's moved on. I'm happy for him. He Left said, uh, he said, dust. yeah. He said he went out with them last week after Pickleball and said, yeah, we're planning trips now. I'm like, no, we're not. I, <sighs> I don't have space in my life for new friends. I don't know if that's harder, <laughs> if that's harder for you to feel here or or me. Because just as, as much as we played Pickleball with Nick, to know that he's just out there with somebody else playing, it hurts a little bit. He told me one time, because he was leaving, he had sweatpants on. But he forgot to put his shorts on under his sweatpants. And he was like, this happened to me one time when I forgot my clothes. And it was bad crew to be playing in dress pants. You guys, it was you, and it was Sean, and it was Greg. Whatever he had to wear was the joke of the day. <laughs> it was not. A, it was a very judgmental crew. <laughs> he said this crew probably wouldn't say anything. I would just be annoyed. Right. Yeah. If you're with Greg making a move like that, you might as well just call it a day. Yeah, might as well, he should have turned around. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as he realized. I would. Play. He did not have the, the clothing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So nothing has been done. But I mean, we'll get it fixed at some point. Yeah. I, I just hate it. I hate. I hate having to go outside and get in my car. I want to be in the garage. Yeah. You want the garage? Feel safe. Yep. There's some safety there. Yep. I don't blame you. I can make a phone call here. I, think I know. I you know. I got a bunch of people. I'd be able to make this. Bunch out. of people texted me with suggestions, and I've written them all down. Yeah. Just have not done anything yet. Because I was told. There was a YouTube video yeah, that on. had to be watched. Mm. He's got a couple <laughs> extra garage springs laying around in the garage, I guess. Yeah, nothing crazy yesterday, although Owen, you know, we like to pay off on the cliffhanger. The cliffhanger that I mentioned from yesterday, what's going to happen in Owen's doctor's appointment yesterday. So he is cleared, finally. To play. To, yes. To do all to the go activities. back all into right. the world as tolerated do, you know, all the sports activities, which is just in time, although it's raining all this week, but they do have a baseball game this weekend, so potentially he could start playing as of this weekend. But it's huge because he had the surgery on Halloween. That was like over four months ago that he has had been dealing with this. And he, yeah. is, he had, you know, the first the surgery, the, first the long was, yeah. recovery, and then the, the setback because of his foot, the left foot, and then he had to have another surgery done, and so we've been waiting for that to go. So this has been going on for a very long time, and so it felt very good to be like, okay, he's finally done. He can move on. Yeah. Now he's off to the next. Now this is his life. Yeah, he's back to him. All right, that's essentially. good. So right. as tolerated, we'll see. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of kids starting their baseball seasons, JV, varsity, and high school. Does not look like great weather for for, for parents. I know. Sitting out in it does not look great. Hopefully yeah. it changes soon. Yeah. Well, Aaron was supposed to play on Saturday, and they just canceled it because they were like, it's too cold. Yeah. Really? I don't know if Waterloo, because they were supposed to play CBC. I think CBC was probably like, we're not going to Waterloo. It's too damn cold. <laughs> so just, either one. They were All like, those oh, yeah. fields and yeah. such. Ugh. 
What about Across you? Across the river? Tim, what about you? What did you do yesterday? Good day. I, uh, I hung out with Greg and Nikki. Uh, we were helping Greg with some of the things for his his album. is less than a month away. Right? Album and, and special mm. uh, released less than a month away. So that was fun. And we kind of, Nikki and I kind of recapped the uh, the weekend for Greg. All the, all the Is she back in town? Kennedy Center. Yeah, she is. She's here for a couple days. So that was fun. And then uh, Emma's mom, Debbie, is in town helping out with the baby. So Emma and I did a little date night. We went to Olive and Oak. It was great. And then we're uh, we're driving home after our date. And Emma's, you know, telling me how wonderful it is and how much I've changed her life as she usually does. <laughs> after a date like that. And my phone rings. And I look. And it's Olive and Oak. And I what did you leave? And I go, card. I left my credit card there, didn't I? And they're, they're like, yep. Like, All right, I'll be right back. So I dropped her. You know, we're, it's close. So, uh, But they, I was so impressed that they found my phone number. How did they find you? I yeah. guess because they've made a reservation there in the past. Not Probably last because night. Because they just stole your identity. At some point. But I was like, oh, great. I got to go back. And I'm like, how'd they get my number? That place is good, right? It was really good. Really good. Yeah. It, we, we've been a few times. It was it was great. And um Anyway, so yeah, they they I guess because I made a reservation there in the past, they knew what to do. That's incredible. Yeah, so I had to drive back again. What's the best something and something restaurant in St. Louis? <laughs> olive yeah, and oak is I'm, olive I'm, plus sign plus. Well, that's like salt and smoke. Also, is yeah. Salt, so is it is a salt and smoke or salt. olive and oak? It's, I feel like there's other salt, ones. It's always salt and smoke. You think salt and yeah. smoke? Okay. All right, you're, you're always. There's got to be other forever. ones. Text us. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I go to a place called Cured and Cultured. Oh, what's mm-hmm. no, what's that all That's about? That's in Illinois. It's a, a restaurant. It's the old shenanigans. If you've ever been to shenanigans in Belleville, it's been a couple things. I think it was Brian Center Court when Talking it originally about opened. Opened by Johnny Connors, Jimmy's brother, yeah. originally. It's been. He a opened lot of, shenanigans? No, he opened Brian's oh. Center Court. Are you talking about shenanigans? And then it cool. became shenanigans. It might have been something in, be, in between there. Stop trying to make that work. Uh, Somebody something out in there between is really there. enjoying that one. Yeah, good. Your dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not my dad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that now it's cured in culture and they rehab the whole place. It's really nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of ands. Yes. You're right. <laughs> Yeah, salt and smoke for me. What a, salt and smoke, olive and oak, cured and cultured. Rich and Charlie's, somebody just texted us. Oh, there you go. If it's people, do they count? Right, why not? So. Yeah. It's something and something. What's the one in uh, South Grand? Is it, I want to say blood and sand, but that's not it. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's a real, that's a show on a FX, hardcore sandwich they make It's there. something real, uh, like dramatic. I forget. Blood, does it have blood in it? I think it might. Some people know what I'm talking about. They'll te- they'll text in. Somebody oh, just texted Annie Guns. Nope, no, that's not what we're saying. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Telling you a restaurant they like. <laughs> <laughs> Annie Guns is high quality. Yeah, I know that. Annie and Guns. Yeah, they're trying to keep it modern. <laughs> and Annie Guns, the people that work there in the, you know how it's the restaurant the and shop. then the shop, they listen to the show every oh, day. Oh, nice. Yes, that might have been one of them. Let yeah. me go back. Yeah. <laughs> They're just going it to is, self-promoting. It is from them. It's Julie. Julie, Smokehouse Market. I like that Julie's not paying full attention. I mean, she's working hard she's out busy. at Annie Guns on whatever she's doing. They're like, <laughs> Julie, they mentioned restaurants. Say yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I guess we should probably get on with the show today. Uh, lots of tickets to give away all week long. George Lopez for uh, Throwback Live. We've got tickets for John Mayer for his show next week. And that is after the second Hollywood Outsider, around 8.30 this morning. And then in the 9 o'clock hour for First Five Notes, tickets to see Snoop Dogg this summer, part of the high school.
school reunion tour. Um, but besides that, we have questions we will do today. We will uh, play the winners of yesterday's second round uh, of Arch Sadness. And you can still vote, I think, up until like 7 o'clock. The voting might still technically be open. Yeah, voting until 7. I don't think, I haven't looked at the totals, but it looked like both of them were landslide victories. It'd be hard to... Really? Second one was closer than the Second first. one was closer. Okay, so if you have uh, a bracket filled out, make sure you vote every day. You can vote once a day at 1065thearch.com, and whoever has the best bracket at the end of Arch Sadness will win $500. But if you guys want to text us, Cheney Window and Door text line 314-669-4665. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. This week, the only biker comedy hypnotist, Gary Michaels, is at Streets of St. Charles. Well, Dana Carvey says Wayne's World 3 is on the horizon. That according to him, he didn't give much more information than that. Uh, He did joke that uh, they might do it with puppets. You know, why not? Uh, He didn't talk about that photo that he had shared last month, which kind of got the whole thing started, where he's dressed as Garth. And he's painting a portrait of uh, Mike Myers laying on the couch as Wayne. So I think at the time we thought, well, it could be this. Mo- it could be a movie. It could be just a commercial or something. We don't know what it was about. Right. But uh, he says it's it is happening, and that's all we know. Oh man, I will it's be your favorite, so right? Excited that, yeah, the second one was terrible. Right. First one was yeah, it just hit whatever age I was. I don't remember what year. And we've talked about like that's a movie you don't realize how much of it has seeped into your personality. And just pop cultures. Yeah, and pop to cultures. This day, this stuff is around. Yeah. Uh, man, I hope it's good. I hope they nail it. And they can't. I mean, those guys are both real good. Everything's there. You know, they'll get depends. good writers involved too to do it. So, but Mike Myers, who's a great actor, is is capable of writing some really bad bad movies. So. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> and then some good ones every now and again. Yeah. So we'll see which one we get. Some people think Chris Hemsworth and his wife abused their son on his birthday. Well, he posted a picture of his wife, Elsa, shoving their son's face into his birthday cake while the family looked on and laughed joyfully. Some people are freaking out. Uh, but he also captioned it with, quote, only one way to eat cake in this house, and that's to have your mum slam your head into it face first. Hey, mum, I don't like chocolate cake. I prefer vanilla. Oh, really, son? What about now? So maybe they thought that was a little aggressive, too. I, it's just whatever. It, Deal with your own families. Yeah. You don't know. The kid's face is in the, this might in the be cake. a thing that they, they do. You might be laughing, too. Right. He may be a little pain in the ass. Yes, he may have deserved it. You know what? Here's how we're getting you back. I didn't see it. It doesn't sound good. (laughs) What? You you don't see much. It's just his face. His face is down in the the cake. cake. And they're all looking around laughing. Yeah. Mom's holding him down. I mean, she let him up for air, we're assuming. As the baby of the family that was tortured the most by everyone, I think I'm doing okay. I had dead fish thrown at me when I was going out to the beach by my dad, my brother, and my sister. (laughs) How old were you? Like uh, maybe 10. Wow. 10 years old. And I cried and I ran back and then I ended up being okay. And then when I went to take off my swimsuit, I had a dead fish <laughs> in my swimsuit. Oh. Made you who you are today. Yeah. Gong money. Toughen yeah. up, people. If dead fish weren't there, you'd be a, an accountant. <laughs> and the world has enough of those. Yeah, we got so. enough. Nick Lachey has been ordered to attend Anger Management and Alcoholics Anonymous after he angrily confronted a photographer last year. 
I kind of I don't even. It really doesn't remember even look that, this. and it doesn't even look that angry. No, like he like reached into a car basically, but you couldn't see much there, and tried to take this woman's phone away from her. She was taking pictures of him and his wife at the time. I'm sure he was, you know, overserved or whatever. He allegedly punched her car window. We don't really you see, don't see that. that. So maybe there was things that were not captured. He's flipping them off. Yeah, in the video. I don't know what triggered him. I would think that paparazzi is just part of your life. And yeah. he alluded to something. He's like, I know I'm used to their tricks. So like maybe they were kind of egging him on. I don't know. Knowing that like hmm, he'll he'll he's got a temper, and they got him to do it. But I don't know. It just felt like you need a better lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come Didn't on. Look like much. Uh, Bobby Erkeline was the woman who appeared on the cover of the Woodstock soundtrack. So the album, uh, she's wrapped in a blanket with her then-boyfriend, Nick. The two of them are, like, right there front and center, and then you can kind of see people in the background or whatever. If you see it, if you've had the album or whatever, you're like, oh, I can't remember this was going on. Well, sadly, Bobby passed away recently Mm. after a long illness. So she and Nick, they were 20 years old at the time of the photo. They'd been dating for less than two months. They were at the Woodstock show together. They got their picture. You know, they didn't probably even know their picture was taken. And then it's featured on the album. Uh, and then they got married the following year. Yeah. And then ended up staying together until her death. Oh. Isn't that nice? That's really sweet. It's crazy because you figure, like, you're just together for two months. You're in your 20s. Like, what's going to happen out of that? And a family and a life wow. happened out of that. And- and, and any of their kids that say, oh, that's, that's my parents on the Woodstock. There's no way you believe that. No. You're like, whatever. Told me, cause it sounds like Nick's made up, oh, I'm in Goonies. I'm in Goonies, for, the 18-minute mark. Yeah, it sounds like, <laughs> that's my mom and dad on the Woodstock album cover. 18-minute mark. <laughs> if you want to save money but still see your favorite artist in concert, you might want to book a trip to Europe. Apparently, fans are crossing the pond to see concerts because ticket prices are much cheaper in Europe. Wow. Because of the whole Ticketmaster thing. Uh, they said, for example, one That's woman... sad. She paid $200 for a ticket to see Beyonce in London, and that ticket would have cost her $800 in the U.S. So if you're... They basically said, like... If Why not? If you're paying for the ticket and the hotel and everything... It's going to be more expensive, but, still, but you're, if you've got points or whatever, it's where really you can cool. fly for free, or you've got a family member nearby or something, and even if it's close and you can have that experience, yes. and justify it, I mean that's, that's right. Yeah, awesome. no kidding. Tom Hanks is going to Harvard. He's going to be the commencement speaker this year at the graduation ceremony. So I'm sure we'll hear no, it'll be good. highlights from that. The New York City loft where Heath Ledger died back in 2008 has been sold. I guess it's been on the market this whole time. It went for $14.3 million. I think he rented it. He, he was rented renting it, yes. it, and they just recently but rehabbed they, it. They rehabbed it. Yeah, they did, said they did extensive renovations, so maybe after he was renting it, they didn't do anything, and now they've done all this work. Uh, but his former fourth-floor apartment is uh, 4,400 square feet. Jeez. It includes three bedrooms. It's a big apartment. But then they also added, like, two more floors to this building or something, so it's... Massive reconstruction that happened there. Wow. Guy Fieri says he no longer owns a single bowling shirt. He says uh, he wore one in his audition tape for uh, Next Food Network star. And uh, then when he got uh, got the call to do diners, drive-ins, and dives, they told him to, quote, bring a short-sleeved collared shirt. So he wore something that it wasn't necessarily a bowling shirt, I guess, but it had like a pattern on it or something. And they were like, that's it. 
that's that's your wardrobe right there. And so that's then, why he always wore and bowling I think shirts. They were giving him like, this is your shirt, this is your look. After that, but he kind of the way it read to me was like, I, I, I've never even been into these types of shirts. It's like, well, you want wore one. He's really got terrible style. I'm just telling you, watching TOC Tournament of Champions. Oh, sure. I just oh, yeah. watched Sunday's episode last night. I don't know who. I don't even know where these clothes are available. I mean, he's not picking that it, stuff out. It no, reminds right? me of that. There's a pastor that's on TV all the time. Uh, I think on like Sunday. A local guy. Yes. I, I don't know if he's local, but he's got. Where do I don't even know where you find these clothes. <laughs> the jeans are all. Ripped. He dresses like he's 24. That yes, guy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think his. Uh, I don't know. Like I don't want to like get into it. I, I, know, his, I, know. I don't want his congregation yes. to, to like rise up against me. Sort of thing. But <laughs> I don't know where these clothes are being purchased. Yeah. Yeah, but guy, yeah. And guy dresses similar. He's, he's similarly. shopping at that same store. Yeah. And it's like he's a mayor now. You know what I mean? He shouldn't <laughs> still be. True, yeah. The people of Flavortown like deserve but Yeah. Unless. I mean, I've never been to Flavortown. Maybe everyone dresses like that. Maybe it's everyone's walking around in bowling. It's a wide variety. Flavortown is wide variety, yeah. Well, we'll see. Zachary Levi says, uh, marketing is why Shazam Fury of the Gods is a flop. Uh, He says it's marketing is the issue. Uh, He also uh, confirmed reports that The Rock wouldn't allow characters from Black Adam to be in the movie. So it sounds like he thinks that's a factor. He also hinted that Zack Snyder fans weren't very helpful because some of them actively root against any DC projects that Zack Snyder isn't involved with. Seems so immature. I know. If you make a good movie... But the first one I thought was really good, and it made a ton of movie. A ton of movie. A ton of money. Yeah, yeah, it did really well. And the critics, people liked it. Yes. And marketing. I've seen this thing Me too. My parents are like, what is is Shazam? I've yet to see something that I thought like, oh, this looks like it might be good. They weren't great clips. Didn't look good. The first uh, movie I went in on not hearing anything or knowing anything, and it was quite enjoyable. I was entertained. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I've heard is that the first one is good. I didn't realize it was a flop already. It's too bad. I mean, it won the box office over the weekend, but it only made thirty million, mm. and that's probably a what two hundred million dollar movie. I don't, I don't know what. What the numbers? Good. Wonder Woman ain't cheap. Uh, Wonder Woman ain't cheap. That's true. Uh, I'm Brando, your Hollywood outsider. Oh, hey, this is Tom from Salt and Smoke. Visit our website, which is called saltandsmokebarbecue.com, and figure out how to ship people food through the mail or host a party and let us cater it. Just do it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fine. I promise. The smartest way to do your homework is Heckman Lumber. Warm weather means homework for homeowners. And if your homework means a new deck, then turn to the deck experts at Hackman Lumber. Browse the largest inventory of decking materials and deck accessories in Missouri at Hackman Lumber Company. Talk with their experts about treated lumber, cedar, timber tech, trex, evergreen, and azek to find the best deck for you. Check out endless choices of railings, balusters, and LED deck lighting options. Hackman Lumber Company will not be undersold on in-stock decking materials guaranteed. You can choose to do it yourself with Hackman's expert advice, or they can recommend reputable contractors to do the work for you. Hackman Lumber is an authorized Yeti dealer and also stocks a large assortment of grills. So celebrate summer with a new big green egg, Weber gas, or charcoal grill, and all of the accessories from Hackman Lumber. Come visit their showrooms in St. Charles, Pacific, and Troy, Missouri, or online at hackmanstl.com. The Courtney Show. Can't wait to show my friends today. 
and said, I, for one, loved the Shazam sequel and thought it was really fun. Much better than that dumpster fire that was Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, really? Yeah. So. That's good. I don't have good news. I don't have a name for, oh. Maybe Zach is right. It's Rihanna. That's who just texted us. So thank you, Rihanna. All right. The best things I saw, they're not. Not your best work? No, they're just not. They're just things. You know, they're just things that I found interesting. I didn't find much yesterday. Not, not a joyful day on the internet. But I reason. did, I'm in this weird animal algorithm right now. Oh, the, the two different species getting along kind no, of thing? No, now I am, I did, didn't even look at anything, but there is page after page showing up on my Facebook feed of corgis. <laughs> I have not looked, I have not clicked on one corgi Corgi's a great breed of dog. They're very, very cute. They have little short legs. And how does that happen? I don't know. I don't even understand. But anyway, so I wanted to mention that, how it's weird. Algorithms are weird. But I did see a funny picture, and it's um, a dog sitting on a chair in front of uh, in front of the sink doing dishes. <laughs> and- and I'm sure it's not real. But, <laughs> You're no kidding. I mean, that it, would be pretty great. But it just says, no one helps me in this bleeping house. <laughs> I don't know why I got a lot of joy from that. Um, and then I got angry. This It's not the best thing, but I got angry because, you know, Facebook knows how old you are. And so I get ads that have to do with how old I am, which I'm fine with. I know how old I am. That's how old I am. So a shirt comes up. They're trying to get me to buy a shirt that's vintage and the year you're born, 1968. Well, the model for this 1968 shirt (laughs) angered me (laughs) because she looks like she's like 70. Yeah. And I was mad. And no makeup. I think I sent it to three people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, come on. We're not that old. Yeah, that's a young person who didn't try very hard. <laughs> it really hurt my feelings. Yeah. Um, and then I did see this big announcement. I sent it to Chris Convey. I got a response text within three minutes. Ween is coming to St. Louis Music Park August 5th. Mm-hmm. That's like his favorite band. Isn't oh, it? he went to, did he go to D.C. to see them? Yeah. With his friend? Was it Philadelphia? It was Philadelphia. Yeah. That's where he Philly. went. He and Vaughn went, yeah. Yeah. They're so good and awesome and different and it's so funny to me because my Ween knowledge, well, the band Ween knowledge, yeah, hold on, <laughs> um, is from when I first started in radio, and that one song we played it all the time just because it was so ridiculous. Push the push the little little and I loved it so much; it made me happy every time we played it. Mm-hmm. But then he played a bunch of songs for me that I would like this band. I don't know why I didn't go into I'm just them. Pushing the uh, roses, and there's pushing. No, they're really Tula. good. Uh, they're, uh, but they're really it's good. It's eclectic. Like, you yes. wouldn't know. You, there's so many. You wouldn't think it's the same. Because band. back it's in the, the day, I was real into the eels, and they have a similar sound there to me. And so I liked a lot of different. I don't know why. I think that that song ruined them for me at an early age. Yeah, because it's kind of a novelty thing. Yeah. Yeah, they are awesome. So those are, uh, that, those, that was just announced. So if you're a big fan, tickets go on sale uh, Friday, I believe. Friday or Saturday. Mm. All right, what about you guys? Um, I've got two completely unrelated hockey uh, things, which is weird. So the first one, Blues played the Red Wings last night. Not a good result for the Blues. But they got a point. It was a point. It was a shootout and everything. But uh, David Prawn was there. And they played 
like a video for him, a tribute video before the game, and I guess he got really emotional. So there, I just have a picture of him. You can't tell that he he, he might still be back. Or anything, yeah. He might still be Great. back. He seemed. I guess he was very emotional watching the That's video. Very... Which I mean, can you imagine? You're like back at your, you know, where you've played before, and you're like, do they even like me anymore? Oh my gosh! And then boom, up on the jumbotron. There's this. People were heartbroken. Yeah. But he's been gone before and come back, so I think. People are hopeful Yeah That there could be a chance He'd be back And then This one Another hockey But has nothing to do With the NHL So this is Chris Farley's Hockey team portrait From 1977 Look at him He's just He looks so He looks just too happy It's just a miniaturized Super happy Chris Farley And I just really like That picture for some reason That's a great picture All right, what about you Timothy Uh, Are we we talking uh, World Baseball Classic At all today Yes. Well, I mean, you can bring up whatever you want. Hey, the best thing, that, that did you see the very end of it? Yes. It yes. came down to you know, uh, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, and it was just so, they're teammates, they're two, the, you know, the guy even said, they're two of the best to ever play the game, and that thing, the championship for this came down to those two, Shohei Otani, who both hits and pitches, pitching against Mike Trout, and it was it And was ha- so with cool. the odds of that happening, it was just, it was. Oh, it, yeah, yeah, no kidding. Unfortunately, we didn't come out on, on top. Shohei but still, won. it was, I thought it was a cool thing. Oh, such a. I was, saw somebody complaining about it the other day, and I'm like, this is great. Oh, They're yeah. like, yeah, but what about the injuries? They could get injured in spring training. Oh, I think World Baseball Classic's awesome. Yes. I, mean, I mean, yes, they absolutely can, you know. Yeah, it's a bummer if they do, but they could happen in spring training. It's a cool right. thing just for baseball. Yes. To, you, you know. Uh, in, in other countries that you know where baseball's not exactly uh, you know, front of mind, so yeah, it was it was really cool. Uh, and then other things I saw there, the, the uh, Moist Buddha accounted thing on uh, bumper stickers. So one that I really liked, really big, it says on on the bumper sticker, "How am I driving?" That says, "How does an engine even work? How can a loving God cause such agony?" <laughs> 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 and then the other one is you know you see those stick figure. Uh, Picture uh, stickers on people's windows, and minivans it's like the mom and the dad, and then how many how many kids they have. Yeah, so this is a minivan with one, and it's clearly a couple without kids. So it's the mom, or the dad, and then pictures of stacks and bags of money. With dollar <laughs> signs on them. <laughs> That's Ain't really that the truth. That's really good. <laughs> Those are the best things that we saw yesterday. They will be on the Courtney Show STL. Please give us a follow on Instagram. And Facebook. We would love to have you a part of what we post on the show. Uh, coming up, we're going to have the results for the second round of Arch Sadness. Arch Sadness, round two, and it's brought to you by DraftKings at Casino Queen. All right, round two. We have the results. We'll go over those in just a second, but we want to tell you about one of the matchups in our next round. So this round, we have uh, John Waite going against Carol King. Is that correct? Or is that wrong? I have Eric Okay, Eric Carmen going against Carol King. Is that right? Doesn't yep. anybody <laughs> stay in one place anymore? It would be so fine to see your face at my door. Doesn't help to know you're so far away. Yeah. 
right, so you can vote on that right now at 1065thearch.com. It's Carol King so far away against Eric Carmen's All By Myself. And the other matchup you can vote on today is Don Henley, Patty Smythe, Sometimes Love Just Ain't Enough, against Richard Marks, right here waiting. And yesterday, uh, one of the first matchups that we had was Sinead O'Connor, Nothing Compares to You, against Simply Red, Holding Back the Years. And Sinead did well. 78% of the vote, Nothing Compares to You, taking out Simply Red. So that was a big win there. And then the second matchup we had yesterday, um, we had Boys to Men, It's So Hard to Say Goodbye, going up against John Waite, Missing You. That was a closer vote. But Boys to Men comes away with that one, 59% of the vote. All right, so let's hear a little of one of the winners, Shane O'Connor, Nothing Compares to You. It's the Courtney Show on The Arch. Oh, hey, this is Tom from Salt and Smoke, and oh, hey, barbecue. Look, I'll shoot you straight. Times are tough. Our daubers are down. Could you maybe help a guy out and buy a sandwich? Or maybe throw a party for your neighbors and let us cater it? Really, we'll take whatever we can get. Please. Salt and smoke. Courtney's great. You're great. Tim's great. Chris is weird. Anyway, get some barbecue at Salt and Smoke. Food Court. 106.5 The Art. Food Court is brought to you by Schnooks Rewards. Download the Schnooks Rewards app. Earn 2% back on every purchase with the Schnooks Rewards app. Uh, That was the victor in one of our matchups yesterday. Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you. Uh, You can vote on the next round. Just go to 1065thearch.com. If you filled out a bracket, you could win $500, courtesy of DraftKings at the Casino Queen. All right, uh, we started the show talking about uh, restaurants with uh, something, something and something. And something. <laughs> so I just want to go over these so we can move on from it because uh, last night Tim went to Olive and Oak and Brando asked him, "Is he's a big fan of the somethings and somethings. And I know that he likes salt, salt and, and smoke. smoke. So mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out, like, what's your favorite something and something restaurant? Cleaver and Cocktail is a place. Oh. Uh, Frank and Helen's, Nick and Elena's, Max and Irma's. Uh, the blood we mentioned blood and I was right. Yeah, right. It's called blood and sand. Blood and sand. It's downtown, okay. I believe. Uh, so now we can move on from okay. there. And we still love Annie Guns too. Yeah. Hey, Annie Guns. <laughs> when you become Annie and Guns, then we'll then we'll talk. And we got an after dark text, and I don't remember. We've tried so many things in that first year of our show. We tried so many different food items, so. I can't remember what we've tried and what yeah. we haven't, but somebody texted a picture. It was an, at an end cap of a grocery store and said, uh, spotted these at Walmart and Shrewsbury seemed like a great item for a food court review. Have we done the Reese's popcorn? 
We did. Oh, I know we did the Snickers. Snickers. There was one. There was one of them that was really good. It was better than the rest. One of the candy items. Yeah. I think it was the Snickers that I was think really Snickers good. Snickers was good, and whatever the other one was was not Butterfinger. Was not did oh, not have enough Butterfinger flavor. There was flavor. Just nothing going on. No. But have you tried the recent? I feel like I have. I feel like I have too. I don't know if it was in here. I think it was in here. I don't know, but we tried a kind. Remember trying a couple of the candy, and one of them was exceptional. I think the Snickers was. The I one think that the really Snickers took off. was really good. Um, and last week, Bernadette had sent us, and I wanted to thank her, uh, potato mashers, ma- uh, and she said it's her favorite. She'd sent them to all of us, and they. They're collapsible. They fold, they fold down <laughs> yeah. so they don't stick. Ours is in the drawer at home. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, she said that she forgot Chris doesn't do mashed potatoes. Is that true? He, I believe the story on him is he likes the kind from the box. Oh, he likes the flakes. I think so. Which I think are still good. They're good. He can still mix that up and then just use the masher to be like, make it you even. know, make it look impressive. So yes. if he's got family, you know, friends over or something, yes. he's like, hold on, just mashing up these potatoes. Um, I brought it home and Emma was like, what is this? And I'm like, it's a potato masher. She's like, oh, great. I know. (laughs) I'm telling you, that is the same thing. Like anybody I give one of those spatulas to when they take it home, whoever's at home is so excited about it. Those Rubbermaid spatulas. So I I still want to talk to Kim Phillips, find out what she thought of. She was a fan of it. Because I gave him a, I gave Guy Phillips a giant one on Monday. Oh, nice. He deserved it. it. But anyway, Bernadette put her famous mashed tater recipe on this, uh, on a piece of paper and sent it to us. She's just giving out recipes like that? What are you thinking, Bernadette? I say we post it. She said it's famous. Then we post it. Let's post it. There's no question. We will post Bernadette's mashed tater famous recipe. We're still working on a cookbook. And when I say working on a cookbook, Just we're, about it's it. in our head. <laughs> yeah, and we've brought it up <laughs> and it may happen. People here, they've said it's a good idea. Yeah, I, there has been at least two people said, yeah, positive Ooh, feedback. let's do it. We just have to find a publisher mm, and a blah, yeah, blah. Okay. A couple food items. Uh, Grand's cinnamon rolls. Everybody a fan of Grand's cinnamon rolls? Oh, I didn't. Is that the brand? I thought they were just Pillsbury. They are Pillsbury, but brand uh, Grands are a little different, I think. Oh, mm, I don't think I've had those. Is that store-bought? What are we talking I about? I think these are more biscuity. Yeah, it's store-bought. It comes in that tube, you know, that scares you to oh, open. Yeah. yeah. Well, they have a limited edition pe- uh, peaches and cream cinnamon rolls Ooh. that are now available. Ooh. It does not sound right to me either. Gross. I don't. But, you know, if you told me, hey, we got ones that taste like orange, I'd be like, what is wrong with you? And man, those orange ones those are or- good. Those orange is good. They're the best. Peach is uh, not my thing. Hey, you they don't got like a, peaches? Man. They got a strawberry, too. Do you know that? That sounds good. Strawberry and cream cinnamon are, rolls. Are the Pillsbury cinnamon rolls grands, or is that something else? This just These are Pillsbury grands. Let's see. I think it's something different. I do, too. I think Grands are like bit more biscuity. Yeah, mm. yeah, because there's Pillsbury cinnamon rolls too, which are those little tiny guys. These I think puff up more, maybe get taller. Yeah, in a more grand fashion. Yes, um, and then Little Debbie is word on the street is that Little De- Debbie Cosmic Cupcakes are coming out, and they're hitting stores now. Hmm. Do you like the Cosmic 
My cakes? kids like the cosmic oh. brownies. That's what they are, cosmic brownies. Yeah, I think they're disgusting, but the Why? kids like them. They're they're like not cooked or something. It's just, it's just like they feel raw. It's like a cake pop. You know how that's just kind of mush on the inside? Yeah. I and I love guess if, a cake pop. Well, then you would like to. Do the, you? They had cake pops at the uh, Sandler thing the other night. They're great. They're just. I don't love cake I don't pops. I don't love the cake, cake pops. pops. Really? No. Uh, I don't they think, make me real happy. To. I don't think I've ever had a great one. I think they look the awesome. Starbucks ones are just fine with me. Are they? Yes. I want one that's an actual cake. It's cake on the inside, not the, that whatever that mush is. See, that's the, that's, I think all cakes are overcooked. I like the battery. Yeah, you oh, are. You I'm are, a dough guy. You are a dough guy, and I'm not. Like, I don't like cookies and cream. Uh, or not cookies and cream. Uh, cookie dough. Cookie dough. You're not into that at all? At all. Oh, I don't man. like cookie dough anything. I don't I like, think there's anything better. I, I like undercooked cookies. I'm very careful not to overcook cookies. And I, li- I like a crisp cookie. I would. Yeah, you definitely do. Uh-huh. Like a cri- I would think that you would like cake pops more than... It's on a stick, man. <laughs> no, it's just like just a ball of mushy sugar. Like to or me, something. it's like one of the best cookies out there because I like a crisp cookie. Are those Dad's Scotch oatmeal cookies? Yeah, those are good. I love them so much. Put a little vanilla ice cream on them. Make them a little ice cream sandwich. Did I say ice cream? Yeah, I did. Ice cream sandwich. Ice cream, you scream. <laughs> they good. <laughs> I've never even had those. Oh, really? I love. Are they like toothbreakers or what? They're they're crisp. Yeah, you, you can't be careful. eat you one. Your dental game. They there. are so. They kind of good. Coat your mouth in that butterscotch. Oh, they good. are good. <laughs> I love them so much. All right, moving on. All right, yeah, at least let's. Schnucks has them. Let's. Yes, they do. Let's um, find out where we stand on this. Uh, sorry, Rhonda says Jumbotron. Uh, the Grands are just a larger version of them. Yeah, that's okay. what I said. That's what she said. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, I think we. I think a couple people texted. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, 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 but Jumbotron. <laughs> oh, well. She hates the name. We, we saw her Friday, and she's yeah. like, I hate that nickname. <laughs> I hate I it know. so much. Why I texted from? one time about a Jumbotron story. And now I'm Jumbotron. It's a great. It's a great. I like it, but I understand it. It's sure. like when they tried to pin Lumpy on me because my dad was Lumpy. You were yeah. a little Lumpy. Little, my brother, and then me, and I'm like, no, I'm a female. I don't want a little Lumpy. You know, I don't need that nickname. Yeah. It's not good for me. I yeah. tried to get Panama, and they're like, no, you don't deserve it. You did. We've seen you play ball. You tried to get it and they wouldn't give it to you? No, I just, I, I've never petitioned the nickname commission to get it. But I'm like, aren't I like little Panama? And I think the it's, world was like, no. It stuck with my brother and people bring say it to me and I'm like, no, that's my dad. My brother is Chris. <laughs> like there, <laughs> you don't want only, any of that. There's only one to me. Uh-huh. And that was my dad. OG. Um, all right, let's talk about what you refrigerate and what you don't. People uh, in this poll were asked about different things that go in the refrigerator. Um, and I'll see where we where we all land in this. 13% of people in this insist that peanut butter must be kept in the fridge. Well, oh, only if they have that one kind. Yeah, if you've got, yeah, yeah. If you've got the natural, I think you're supposed to fridge it up. But, but even that, I, I think, well, there is some kinds. But the- I hate it in the refrigerator. No, I agree. It's got to be room temp. You cannot refrigerate it. I, I mean, I I like, my favorite is natural peanut butter, which I don't get to have, because if I get it, then I have to eat all of it myself. 
then it's too much. This is I'm, I'm not in a peanut butter Did mode you put it right upside now. Upside down. Did I put it upside down? That's the down? key with the natural peanut butter that separates. You store it upside down. It makes your life a lot easier. You still gotta stir it though. Not really. Because the oil then goes to not the as much. top of hey, the, which hey, is hey, the hey, bottom. Hey, hey. Why don't you try, try it? it? You try it and then you come back to me, okay? Why don't you try it, man, before you already judge? Man. Well, I like to get it if I'm really lucky from a deli where they grind it up there. Oh yeah. And there ain't no flipping that over because this is gonna it's, it's like a plastic container. Yeah, like fresh like fresh time where yeah. they have those little yeah. They're doing that at delis? They do well, Publix does it in Florida. Near delis. <laughs> that was tag. in the deli, the deli there. My grandma used to go to the health food store at St. Clair Square and they would they had a big machine there that oh, yeah. ground up peanuts. And you would get peanut butter. Oh, yep. yeah. That cashew butter is really good. Yeah? Yeah, it's I good. It is. It's really Never good. Had it. All right, we'll go over the rest of this tomorrow. We're out of yeah, time. That's good. Uh, <laughs> there's lots more pesto, pickles, mustard, ketchup, butter, deep teas. Food court yeah, do, tomorrow. That's important stuff. We will talk things. about it tomorrow. That is Food Court brought to you by the Schnooks Rewards app. You can do it. I see dead people. Hello, Newman. Where's the beach? What you talking about, Throwback Live. Contestants are all lined up for Throwback Live, and they are as follows. I'll be playing for Cassandra from Sullivan. Brando, you've got Luca from Chesterfield. Tim has James from St. Charles. All week long, we have an opportunity for you to see George Lopez at the factory on June 9th. Throwback Live is brought to you by Emo's Experience Square Deals on the new Emo's app. Hey, it's Marty Hostin. Good Marty's morning. back. Yay. How are you guys doing? Great. Good. Let's, let's pray, everybody. All right. <laughs> no. Amen. It is the Lenten season. Yes, it is. That's why I said that, of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, Throwback Live is a game we play where we play throwback clips. You guys chime in and try to figure out who's talking in the clip or who the band is or whatever on behalf of listeners for prizes, and you do it with these sounds. Courtney, Brando, Tim, ready to go? Right. All right, question number one, name this movie. Why don't you just put your money where your mouth is, huh? Just need three tries. Are you sure that's all you need? Oh, wow, that was close. I feel like there's a tie. Felt like a tie to me, but... Brando and Courtney tied. One, two, three. White, White men, men can't, can't jump. jump. Correct. All right, let's go. One of us definitely not going home tonight. God, I haven't seen that movie in. Ah! Yeah, you were almost there, almost there, Billy. Billy, Billy, Billy. All right, so half a point for Courtney, half a point for Brando. Question number two: Which sitcom used this opening theme song? That was a tie as well between Courtney and Brando. On three, one, two, three. Barney Nine Miller. Court. Brando is correct. Oh, man. Night Court, not even, Barney Miller. I'm even so watching hot. the new <laughs> Night Court. Uh, okay. So, all right. So now Brando has one and a half. I only have half. You have half. half. Tim has nothing. Oh. Question number three. Name this backwards song title or artist. Oh, that was a tie. <laughs> what is going on over here? We're tying on everyone. That was a tie between Courtney and Brando. One, two, three. Hootie, Hootie and, and the, the Blowfish. That is correct. The Hi, song is tied. Does this ever happen before? Well, well he's we, ahead of me, so, but no. Had, no, but had three times. Times. no, 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 no. Two. Never. It's unprecedented. Two, one. Two to one. Okay. Yeah. Is that now it's kind of easier to keep track yeah. of. Yes. Thank God. All right. Question number four. Name this movie. That guy in a little car. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think it was a three-way tie. 
<laughs> I think it was a three-way tie. I think it, it was. Fine like with me. All right, a third, a third, a third on three. One, two, three. Tommy boy. That's correct. My little coat. <laughs> that guy in little coat. That guy in a little coat. The second one. The coat. Yeah, that's a great, great one. Oh, what is the score now? Okay, so I have... One and a third, two and a third, a third. You have one and a third. Yes. Brando has two and a third. And a third. Tim has... A third. A third. So it's so anybody's game. It's right? anybody's game. Uh, <laughs> question number five. Name this sitcom. Since the kids are both gone... I was thinking maybe we could... Courtney. Married with children? That is correct. Oh, wow. All right, so now Tim's out. No. Courtney has two and a third. Brando has two and a third. So a final tie-breaking question that <laughs> Tim cannot answer. Weird. Question number six. Name this animated TV series. Brando. The Smurfs. That's correct. For a win. <laughs> Quite a competition. Woo. And that means it's a win for Luca from Chesterfield. Congrats, hey, Luca. We were out for blood today. <laughs> All right, Brando, thank you. Yeah, You're when welcome. he said it was an animated something, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Uh, you, we have uh, a pair of tickets for you to see George Lopez. He's going to be at the factory on June 9th, and you will be there, Luca. Hold on. We'll get all your info. We'll have another pair to give away tomorrow on The Courtney Show. Oh, hey. You're listening to The Courtney Show podcast, fueled by Salt and Smoke. Oh, hey. You were smart. You get to listen to all this great Courtney Show podcast without all the Bruno Mars. Afterwards, why don't you grab a sandwich from Salt and Smoke? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The Courtney Show. Timmy looks at the numbers. Timmy looks at the numbers. Timmy looks at the numbers. I'm Timmy and these are the numbers. Lots to get to. There's a lot of number breakdowns on how hard it is to fill out a perfect bracket for the NCAA tournament, Those are right? big numbers, too. Like one in a trillion or something. Brando, it is crazy. Yeah, one in 120 billion. What? And it breaks down, you know, the comparisons. You have a better shot of, uh, you have better odds of winning the Powerball with two consecutive tickets than getting a perfect bracket. Whoa. But Doesn't this- that seem impossible? I mean, it just seems, when you look at it, you're like, well, I can figure this yes. out. Yes. To- I totally agree. It's not completely random. There's a ranking system here. Right. You know, some of these teams are probably going to win. And this year, especially because so many of the big seed seeded teams were ousted, it would seem to me that a child filling one of these out all haphazardly, William Nilliam, might be able to land on, by luck. I agree with you. It just doesn't seem like it should be. I mean, that's how we should choose presidents from here on out. You get a perfect bracket, you're the president now. Oh, that's a good, that's a really it's good idea. Right, completely random. Uh, but one other comparison that struck me, uh, there's a 1 in 10,000 chance that you get injured by a toilet in your lifetime. So you have better odds of that or someone in your family being injured by a toilet than you do filling out a perfect bracket. <laughs> well, I mean, it you're, could happen. Yeah, well, sure. I, especially if you're 
working on the toilet. I was always warned like as, your, a, as a little, as a young lad, you know, be careful with that lid because it could come down and you're at the right level. Oh. Hit, you know. I know what you're could saying. Get you. As a young lad. Yes. Me, yeah. Now I'm tall. Now I got no worries. Remember when toilet seats, they'd put covers on them? You mean like, like it, the, the... Like the... It looked like carpeting. Yes. Like Very it was, it was so hideous to look yes. at a toilet seat that you put the cover on it. It was I nice. Liked, it was soft. No, you didn't sit on it. Not that part. No, the top of the it. The top of it. Like not the seat, the but seat part, but the lid. The, the lid, lid part. Yeah. The lid. Yeah. Like my grandma had those. Yeah. Nice. Somebody in my family had a Christmas one. I believe it was a Rudolph. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> hey, Rudolph, what's up? More numbers. Uh, in a poll, 55% of people said that they intentionally listen to songs about heartbreak when they're going through a breakup or a difficult relationship. Yeah, you just want to roll around in your misery at that time, I think. And you're like, every too. song is speaking to you. It's yeah. appropriate for, for our, our sadness. sadness. Yeah, but yeah, that's 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 me Yeah, in my, in my younger days. Yes. Oof. Heartache was common, guys. <laughs> just crank it up a little bit. That's probably why you... Dated girls for so long because you didn't want to go through you it. Want to you gotta do songs. the song thing, the sad song marathon of my youth. Gosh, it's tough. Even more numbers. <laughs> they asked people what they were sick of people oversharing on social media, right? So you're scrolling through your stuff and it's like, oh, I don't want to hear about this. I don't want to hear about that. What bores you? You know, we all talk about the content. Well, I'm still on social media for this or that or whatever, but there's so many things you don't want. On Facebook, it's tricky because they're your friend. You can't. It's it's friends. Instagram, things like that. It, TikTok, it's like, well, this is my, this is my feed. These are my my entertainers. You know. Okay. What I mean? Well, I if there's specific people that bother me more than stuff that people share. That you you just you don't want to block them for whatever reason. Or? No, because I like to get angry and be like, God, what are they doing? Why are they doing this? Yeah. You do like a good rage. I don't you know, like yeah. the fishing where you, they put up. Something and they don't explain the vague, vague booking. Yes, what I like it's, yeah, it's I a great name. I don't like that at all. That really bugs me. Uh, number 10 on the list was a tie between pets and quote fun experiences. No, I think that's great. Yeah, I kind of want to see both of yes. those. I think honestly, the fun that's experiences the... you got to be careful. Like, if you have too many fun experiences, well, it's like if you're on vacation for the week. That's cool. Maybe do one post or two posts of what you did that week. I don't need to see every day a picture of what you're drinking at 10 a.m. I agree. Yeah, then there's like, over oh, right. I get it. You, know, like, you don't need to post something every day. No, right. but I want to see but your you're, vacation. You're on vacation and you're like, I can do this. If I might as well. If you're on vacation, yes. At a cool you concert. Should share. Yeah, with yeah your I don't dislike yeah. the vacation posts in general. It's just that, like, the frequency of them. We're like, all right, relax. Yes. Maybe you bought a new guitar and you want to share it with people. I want to see that. Uh, number nine, relationship stuff. They say just don't constantly overshare about it. We're going yeah. through a tough time. Man, I, there's a couple people in my life that are not They're in my all life, out but there. on my socials where it's like... They tell everything? Or like the, you get the, the blow by blow of people going through a divorce or something. It's That's just like, weird. I don't. we don't all need this. No, if you I mean, you know, like, like, kind of want to read it though. Hey, this is happening, whatever, <laughs> and 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 people can be there. You to put it out you, there like, just so everybody gets the word that you're not. But you don't need to get into too much with that. You don't need the day to day. In I mean, my in my it opinion, can, it can be kind of fun, you know, because when you've got an acquaintance that's kind of maybe teetering on the deep end, you're like, oh, what's going on here? And sometimes you're like, all right, you're at what like, point am I, is this not fun? What's I, happening? Uh, Should I call somebody? Yes, right. And then maybe my friends and I are texting each other. Hey, did you see? I know. It's 
going on there? Yeah, I know. Whoa. We have, there's like group follows. This is terrible, but like as a group, people will be like, we got to follow this person. They are outrageous. Yeah. And then that group can share, like, did you see Wednesday's post? Yeah, I sure did. Do you have like the friend, like maybe an acquaintance from like high school or something that you'll watch and you're, you're trying to like figure out like, I think they, I think, I think might have something going on outside of the. The marriage or something, you know, like seems no, like. Oh, what do you mean? You know, like you try to figure out, like things might be on the rocks, you know, because you're like, oh, boy, she's someone else is showing she's up. posting lots of pictures of herself. Yes, lately, and boy, we haven't seen him in a while. Yes, there are, there was a we did a meme about that on Best Things one day where they're like, I, I just spent three days scrolling Looking to at see everything. if the girl I went to high school with got divorced or not. Yes, yes. yeah, there's something fun about sleuthing. <laughs> yes. Uh, number nine is wealth. Anything about money that seems braggy. People don't like it when you do that. Uh, accomplishments is on here. I mean, but you kind of got to be like, hey, I did. I I get it. I don't need to see every little thing. Like, today my boss told me I was doing great. Well, I can't imagine. Like, Shut up. But if someone's like, got a promotion but or whatever, kid, fine. Kid accomplishments, that can be, that can take up your feed with some parents. Accomplished kids brag. Over no, I, I I mean, you can go through all mine. Right. There's it's it's because my kids are losers. No, I mean <laughs> it's it's very rare, but I've I know people where it's like, wow, okay, every week we gotta see what Junior's up to. Yeah, kids is number number four on the list. Uh bodily functions, I don't know that people are posting that much about what are or like ailments be like my knee is cracking. What about questions? Where they every that, single that's day like one person in your feed. There's every single day they have a question where they could have Googled Just it. Googled it. Yeah. Yes. Obnoxious. I don't see many of those, but no. I, I enjoy that you do. Dude. <laughs> it's like I don't understand. That. Same Does anyone yeah. know where I could get tires? Yes, it's like that. <laughs> well that that though is a, a recommendation. You're looking for somebody to say, Oh yeah, this place, it's which not, we I don't feel per- like they're all recommendations. I think what she's talking about, they're just, it's just a, it's somebody do this work for it's me. A re, it's, but it's almost like a reaching out for yes. it, human attention. interaction. Yeah, it'll get attention. It'll get reactions. Yeah. 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 Uh, number two, mundane daily life. Like just here's a picture of my food or here's just like my morning coffee. Like <laughs> we, don't, we don't care. Yeah. Uh, and then number one, 53% of us think people overshare about politics. 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 I, you know, it should be in there is the, it's the post of something that you think that you use some sort of trend that you start and that you think people care about what where it's, mean? it's like the, Hey guys, you know what it is? It's Friday. Here's my Friday sneakers. And every Friday, there's a picture of your shoes. Oh, yeah. And then over time, you start to figure out, like, oh, I think he always posts pictures of his shoes on Fridays. And then and then they'll get one, like, on Saturday. They'll be like, man, totally got busy yesterday. Didn't get a chance to take a picture of my sneakers. So here's my Saturday sneakers. Mm. But yesterday, I was waiting. You're like, I, no one cares. <laughs> Stop with the your schedule that you think that should we're I, all into. Should I cancel uh, Shawl Collar Wednesday that yes, I was working maybe on? Maybe that's... Okay, <laughs> get rid of that. I'm, gonna do. I'm Timmy. Those are your numbers right here on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. Wheel of Questions! Wheel of Questions is brought to you by T.R. Hughes Half Acre New Home Sites in Wentzville and Five Acre New Home Sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. Um, All right, question number one. What is an activity that you got involved in 
because your significant other liked it. Like it could be an old girlfriend, old relationship, and it was something, a hobby or an interest they had, and you got fully involved in it. Could be a could be an artist that they loved, and you went to way too many of those shows. Man, uh, I think like soccer. I'm getting, oh yeah, I'm getting into soccer. I mean, we all are kind of getting into soccer. What? But but that's... guy Phillips, who does not know anything about soccer, went to that a game the game Saturday, and he's like, it, and he's a complainer. It was cold. Guy Phillips, is that right? Yeah, he said it was amazing. Yeah. He loved everything about it. Soccer, uh, Four Seasons Hotels. <laughs> I've developed an affection for her. But you know how, like, you date somebody and they love a band, and then you you have to either like this band or not. Yeah, oh, okay. I've got that. It gets a lot of... I have a few. A lot of TV shows that you're not normally watching, you're you're tuned into. Um, I got into golf, but I really like it. Um, Oh. I in past relationships, I remember one. I remember one time I went m- morel mushroom hunting. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> I well, did not enjoy it. You're you're a little trip prone. That's that's dangerous. You mean just at the just grocery walking store? through the? <laughs> you gotta find it. It's a game. Uh, lots of money can be made from morel mushrooms, apparently, and they're delicious. Well, I don't. If you want to dig some dig roots while you're out there, you can make a lot of money too. I, in case you're wondering, I don't want to do any of that. No? I even went fishing at one point. I hated know. that. I did. I did that in a relationship. One yes. Time. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> uh, what? Oh, I made Nick. Nick has seen quite a few concerts with me that he was not pleased about. Oh, really? Well, he went, I remember the one, it was early on in our relationship. The The headliner was great, but the openers, he made fun of me a little. Rufus Wainwright and Guster. Oh, yeah. With Ben Folds. That's a great well, show. Ben Folds I loved great. it. My I, sister likes Guster. I I enjoyed it. I love, the reason I went, well, I love Ben Folds too, but man, I love Rufus Wainwright. Yeah. Love awesome. him. That's a great lineup. So those are mine. Yeah. I mean, I've been told I'm incredibly selfish, so I probably don't have anything that I've uh, uh, adopted, but that's not true. Um, musician, you mentioned bands. Uh, Alex loves the Bodines. Yes. And I always kind of had an appreciation, but then I was like, you know, you're right. They are really good. Um, you too. Emma and I were singing some Bodines last night. Or they, I think they might be coming to town. They're, oh, really? They were at the Wildy not too long ago. I, think. I know. Remember, we were gonna. I know. I don't plan. know when we were gonna get tickens. Yeah. And then, and then, Something yeah, happened. I, I think that city winery, maybe. I don't know. I, well, if, if it's true, I mean, if you know a guy who maybe I don't know does a weekly segment, where he <laughs> checks to see what's going on. Sonia Morgan from the Real Housewives is going to be at the city winery. I know. I'll put that on the list. Um, and then you two, I was always kind of a casual fan of you two. I would have never gone to see them in concert. She wanted to go when they came to Bush Stadium last time. And went and it was it was actually a very very good show. And then uh, the one thing I've adopted is the, the the enjoying the mountains. Like I was always a beach guy. But you going to the like beach. it. You know, it, you, yeah, st- but you you have an appreciation I, my, now. I was like, it wasn't like that. I never wanted to go. It just I was it just I couldn't pull the trigger on it. And then she really kept pushing for it. And then we went, and I was like, this is pretty amazing, and that's kind of where we've been going lately. My One of my former co-workers, he used to say his mom turned into whoever she was dating. Oh, like, yeah. There's a lot of people like, like she that. would, all of a sudden, she's shooting guns. Like, now mm-hmm. she's a, she's a gun, she shoots guns all the time, or whatever it was, she would turn into them. Kind of reminds me of that Julia Roberts runaway bride. She never knew how she liked her eggs, because she would just adopt 
whoever she was with. But is there anything, like, I would love, this would be a good text question for tomorrow. You turned into this person when you were with them, and you never liked it. Next thing you knew, I was blank. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, you're all of a sudden seeing uh, Bob Seger at every one of his tour stops. I was in a duck blind. Yes. That'd be a fun, that would be a fun question of the day. We might do that tomorrow. We used to joke about... uh, guys who would travel, you know, crew for bands. They'd tech for one band and tech for another, and they would go, you know, they'd be working for, like, a hardcore band one tour, and then, like, an alt-country band, and they would just direct, like... They would have their uniforms. Yeah, you would be like, oh, he must be out with a country band right now. Like, oh, he's out with a death metal band right now. Same, same guy, you'd see him would have, like, hair down to his waist. That's very <laughs> yeah. funny. All right, what outdated slang do you still use? Oh, my God. Uh, boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. I love Where did that come from? He brought, he said it one day in here and it just made me laugh. No, but I mean, what's the, or, other people say, what's the origin of it? Oh, I don't know. Is it's it in a old, movie or something? It's just old timey. It's oh, old, okay. real, oh, it's older it than, way older than you. Yeah, I like oh. to text groovy every now and again. I like to, te- I like to use, when I remember, no doy. Um, mm, that's good. Duh. I say still. I like to say grody. Grody. I like to throw a blanking A in every now and again. You know? oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that just, I still don't understand what that meant. But I don't it was either. Hot for a moment there. That's a good one. Uh, what about you, Tim? Uh, Bodine's, by the way, April 29th in town. Uh, write it down. I don't know. I still I use awesome still. And I don't know if that's outdated no, or awesome's not. awesome's still in. I think cool should be outdated. It's been around for too long. We need to shelve yeah, it. Why does cool outlast everything? I don't. It's it's a miracle. It's a great. It's like one. a miracle term that came about in our lives. You know, it wasn't like cool has been around since like Abraham Lincoln was throwing cool around. No, it was before our lives. Like cool, Daddy O. That's all before us. Well, maybe before you, but for the no, the seriously, of the cool was like cool, man. That, not in like the. We can look it up. Yeah. We can look it up and see. But it's been, it's transcended generations. Yeah. Uh, cool. Don't, I, I d- and I, not cool. Yeah. <laughs> knock it off with a cool. Uh, I say I dig, like, I dig something, and I don't know if that's like a. I, I like it. I, I like think it. that's still around. I like to purposely go in on phrases that aren't used anymore. I do too. Yeah. Remember, that was like very early in the show. We had a list of like phrases that aren't used anymore, and we were going to try to bring back a few of them. We can't remember. And I had it on the wall behind me. Yeah. Like, we can't remember words. from one day to no, the next. but I don't even remember what they were. Alright, let's do give it another spin. Let me grab that wheel. There you go, wheel. I like slacks, too. Ooh, oh, I like those slacks. That's good. <laughs> I feel weird. Yeah, I feel or like blouse. Nick, Nick has a lot of those in rotation, the old school sort of yes. phrases. Yes. Yeah. If they, when they're, when they're pra- placed yeah. appropriately, it gets a good laugh. Yeah, anybody that's in great shape, he still calls Jack LaLanne. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a great really name. <laughs> All right. If you were trying to win a singing competition, what song would you sing? Oh, wow. First of all, I would never enter a singing competition. And if I had to right now, my voice is still not back, which is worrisome. I would have to go with Betty Davis' eyes because I sound like her right now. (laughs) Is there a paraphrasing of what the criteria is for this particular competition? Because I would... Okay. 
I don't have any criteria. You're trying to win. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's just say it's at a bar. It's a competition. You can win $500 for the best singer of the night. What are you picking to sing on stage? I, I will make my decision based upon uh, the reactions that I've gotten over singing my stupid songs over the last. And what years. have hit the hardest? You guys tend, you guys always think that I sing country songs better than anything else. Mm. Your country's good. So I would sing a, a country song, I, I, a Garth Brooks song, I guess. Really? I, I mean, because that would be. It'd be a crowd Pop, pleaser. Right, that's a crowd pleaser. Not friends in low places, though, but like... I, yeah, something else. Unanswered I could, prayers? I, sing, I don't know what that oh, one is. Oh, it's a sad one. I could sing that one, I guess. All right, what about you? Uh, Hard to Handle by the Black Crows is one I've been doing for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, since like eighth grade or something. It could be <laughs> that. Could be uh, Good by Better Than Ezra. Oh, you love that one. Or if I'm really trying to win and show what I can do. I'm aiming high and going for some Adele. Just going to see if I can pull it off. You're going to do Adele? You might get lucky. You know what I mean? You might. There might be some magic in the room. I mean, if I'm going with my heart and I know I'm going to lose. Heart is not a bad choice either. It's uh, <laughs> uh, Doobie Brothers, What a Fool Believes Every Single Time. Ooh, because a- I do a really terrible Michael McDonald that I really enjoy doing. There are some high notes in that. Oh, it's all falsetto. Uh-huh. It's uh, it's not good, but I like it. All right, that's Court's Court, and it is, no, of course. No, right, no, it's not. Court, that is, Wheel that is of it? Wheel of Questions. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by uh, T.R. Hughes, trhughes.com. The Hollywood Outsider on 106.5 The Arch. Brought to you by the Funny Bone Comedy Club at Westport and Streets of St. Charles. This week, uh, the only biker comedy hypnotist, Gary Michaels, is at Streets of St. Charles, believe it or not. Uh, The weekend is now the most popular artist in the world, according to Guinness World Records, whatever that's worth. So he set two new Spotify records. The most monthly listeners with 11.3 million and uh, he's the first artist to reach 100 million monthly listeners. So this is worldwide, and it's based on Spotify numbers, which I don't like it when it's the, when the numbers are lined up specifically with one listening method. You know, so it's one app. Right. I'm like, so that's not counting anything on the radio. That's not counting YouTube streaming. That's not counting. Right. All these different ways that you can listen to music now, it's just simply Spotify, which just seems flawed to me. Yeah, a numbers guy. I mean, you're a numbers guy. I, I could be wrong. I could be best, wrong. Best way to go. No, I think you're right on there. Right. I appreciate you running. Thank by. you for having my back on that one. Uh, fake photos of Donald Trump being arrested yesterday were causing some confusion. So somebody had, uh, some guy created or had an AI generate like images of uh, him being chased down the street and arrested. By the NYPD, and you know these AI. This it looks the stuff that the, the the AI can generate looks pretty convincing. So these photos started going around, and people are like, "Oh my God, are you seeing this? Like this is crazy. It's all fake. None and of it is happening." You could tell it was fake. Well, there's a couple of them. You look at closer, and you're like, "Oh, this." We're not going to be able look. to believe anything in the future. But no, the world of this this world that we are dangerously close to. Is frightening, and that's that application of it right there is what's terrifying. So let's say there's some big news event that's happening today. Some you know dignitary is going to be visiting a city, and what if somebody goes in and just types in like whoever that is gets assassinated and posts those pictures, and then somebody the people see it and be like, oh my god, it they got him, they yeah. got him, and they emotionally react to it, and then all of a sudden, World War Three. That's what the computers want. That's what the computer... That's how they're going to take us down. 
It's not the robots. It's the images. You might be right. The images. Ugh. Anyway, I put the images up on the blog today if you want to see. Once you know, they're obviously fake. But it's one of those things. If you're scrolling through and you're not really paying attention, you see something like that, you're like, whoa, 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 what's going on? It's not good. There's a new slasher movie coming out where the victims, all the victims, are straight white men. It's it's called Pound Cake. I watched the trailer. It's not, I thought it was going to be more of a comedy, you know, like a dark comedy thing, you know what I mean? Like, you know, just imagine like white straight, like, ah, right. you know, being, like being the damsels in distress. Sure. It Maybe it has some of that, but it just seems more gross. But anyway, I don't know what they're trying to say. In, in it, but there's little references in it to where, you know, people are like, well, who cares, you know, <laughs> what's going on? So there, there are little jokes, but it's like a low budget sort of thing. But the trailer's up there if you want to check it out. Zach Braff was talking about uh, his movie Garden State, and uh, he, he was talking about Natalie Portman's character because I think he's gotten some criticism because her character is what they call a manic pixie dream character. I had never really... I didn't know what this is, so I had to do a little okay, deep dive. I don't dive. know what it is. Do you so, know? her character, uh, he says she was created because he was depressed at the time, and he had this kind of fantasy of a dream girl saving him from himself. And so, if you've, if you've seen the movie, that's kind of you know she kind of brings him out, and uh, you know of whatever he, the depression that he was in at the time. Well, they say that that type of character in movies and literature and whatnot is often criticized because they're very stereotypical. They're uh, usually eccentric, one-dimensional female characters, and then their sole purpose seems to just inspire the male protagonist in the film. Mm. So it's like they show up and help the guy and then just kind of like disappear. So that's why they call it like a fairy, like a pixie, like a manic pixie dream girl. Yeah, there's so many. And if like, you think I can about think of, it, you're I like, can think oh, of one oh, right now. <laughs> uh, all that jazz. He sees Jessica Lange. He's supposed to be Bob Fosse, and and she's like the dream girl that talks to him throughout the movie. And they're like one-dimensional kind of type characters that are just basically to get the guy doing what he's supposed to be doing. Sharon Stone, I think, played one of these characters once. I was thinking of uh, uh, Beautiful Girls, Natalie Portman's character, but also not so much Natalie Portman, but it's uh, Uma Thurman's character. Like, they're all infatuated with her. But she doesn't, you don't really know anything about her. She's kind of eccentric and like, I don't know, I guess I've seen that movie way too many times. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. I haven't seen it in a long so time. Was he saying, was he saying. He was kind of defending the the choice, saying yeah. like, I thought of this because I was depressed and I was like dreaming of like, couldn't there just be this really cool girl that comes and just helps me get out of this depression? Yeah. And so that's where that character came from. But I didn't, it's like I'd never heard of this. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, wait a second, this that's is kind of a thing, isn't it? Uh, Cameron Diaz came out of retirement to make a Netflix movie called Back in Action uh, with Jamie Foxx because she's been out of the business for a while now, just kind of laying low. So now people are wondering, like, is she is she back? Is she going to start making movies again? Well, apparently not. Sources say that she is going back into retirement whenever she's done. <laughs> and have I read Too there's bad. been some issues there on set with problems. Jamie Foxx firing yes, people? Yes, he's and- had some tantrums and things or something, so I don't, I don't know what... I don't know what the issue is. I don't think he's the reason she doesn't want to do it. I think... I think they're like good pals, aren't they? They've been in like three movies together. Yeah. Yeah, he's... He... He hosted the 2001 VMAs. He was one of, like, my first brush with, like, a kind of superstar. And he 
Man, he's talented. <clears throat> Excuse me. Talented. You up? Yeah, but I just get emotional talking about James Conn. <laughs> so talented, but there was some, like, he there was, was not afraid to kind of flex and have boundaries. And he wasn't wrong on a, on a lot of the things, but I, I could see... I could see that. There's a reason he's, he's successful. I see. The costume supervisor for the Gilmore Girls revival that's uh, going on now. No, it was... It's, oh, it's over? It's yeah, done? It was a while oh, ago. that's right. Did, Remember they came out with the different seasons? But then they didn't, like, end it? Is that the problem? Well, I mean, the, the story is never ending as it's long Gilmore as there's... Gilmore Girls, man. Lorelai so and Rory. Well, I don't know the Gilmore Girls. Okay, I do. Apparently... No one knows the father of Rory Gilmore's baby. Oh, well, there were questions because she had a one-night stand with a Wookiee, a guy at a, at a Star Wars convention. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But, well, hey, we need to check out Gilmore yeah, Girls. Hold on. Now but, I'm in. That's right up our alley. <laughs> Hanky panky? Yeah. But she had a had a, an affair. She was still involved with Logan. And I always just assumed it was Logan. Well, that's what the costume supervisor says as well. And she, like, does this whole TikTok thing and does the math, basically, to, like, oh, well, this is when this happened, and uh-huh. this is when the baby was born, and so it couldn't have been this one, blah, blah, blah. I just always assumed it was Logan. But that's what she, she says the same thing. And that Logan. leaves it open for them to revisit, because that, it ended how she grew up, because her mom got pregnant at a young age. And she raised a child on her own. So that, to me, looks like she then will be... She wasn't young like her mom, but babies she will... Babies having babies. Ra- she was... She's... I think she's like 30 at this point. Oh. Uh, but her mom was in high school. Um, but I, it looks like she's going to be a single mom, just like her mom was. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. And I think you can revisit it down the line. Well, why not? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, Lollapalooza has their headliners in place for this summer. Get ready to see Kendrick Lamar, Billie Eilish... And the Red Hot Chili Peppers all together. Just sounds like it's already happened. Doesn't that lineup sound like that there's already been a Lollapalooza with those three people? There's just so many festivals now. Yeah. It's, you know, for, it's not it's not like it used to be when it was the first. Yeah, of for its a kind. minute it was well, and even but even since it relaunched as just a Chicago thing, it was for a while it was Lollapalooza, it's the big one in Tennessee. Coachella. Oh, Coach- Coachella's out west. And then, oh yeah, what's the um, what's this one? In oh yeah, what's the Tennessee one? Uh, Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo. That's it. That was kind of it. It was like, which festival are you going? And now, ev- I mean, we we've, we've got a new one. I coming. feel like for a while though, they would have like Horde Fest. Remember Horde huge, Fest? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I nobody can Fest. nobody can do better than that. Maybe the Vans tour. I don't know, uh, but uh, they would always seem to have like somebody come out of retirement, like. Stone Temple Pilots or something that hadn't played together for many years. Now they don't, they haven't had that magic. It's not as yeah. much a destination anymore. Yeah, just because these festivals yeah. are all over. And you can, it, it's, it's, and I think in some ways it hurts a lot of these artists who would otherwise be going on tour and coming to some of these cities. Now they're just doing all the festivals. Their summer is just all the festivals. festivals so. In a new Rolling Stone cover story, Ed Sheeran talks about quitting hard liquor. I guess he's had to quit hard liquor, which, doesn't make sense to me. Uh, battling an eating disorder and also having suicidal thoughts. That, I mean, if you're out to get drunk, you can do it with beer. Yeah, you right? drink way more. I've, I've always felt like that was kind of a cop-out thing. Like, well, I gave up hard liquor. Well, but hard liquor well, sometimes... Drinking. I know a couple people that any brown liquor is dangerous for them. They turn they- into, like, evil... Not fun people. Maybe Ed Sheeran's one of those folks. Uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short both uh, both passed, uh, post, passed, posted 
uh, typos there. Uh, posted pictures with Selena Gomez in a wedding dress yesterday. Uh, so it looks like they're giving the bride away, and people are like, what's going on? Well, it oh, looks it's like it's the from set. the set. Yeah, of only murders in the building. So I don't know what's going on in the show, in the new in the new season, but she's in a wedding dress, and they're in tuxedos and everything, so... Uh. Some sort of wedding scene is going to happen in the uh, new season. Ferris Bueller co-stars Matthew Broderick and Alan, uh, Alan, oh, jeez. Rock? <laughs> rock? I think it's rock. Rick. Rock. 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 It's rock. Yeah, I was like, that's not right. Cameron it's- and Ferris. There you go. They reunited at the Succession premiere, and they've got little pictures and like a little video together, which is cool to see the two of them together. James Vanderbeek was vacationing with his family at an Airbnb. He came across a familiar face, so he pulls out a jigsaw puzzle that says it's like 90s icons, and of course, right at the very bottom, it's him making like the crying face that he's known for. Oh, that's very funny. The video's up on the blog today. (laughs) On TV tonight, you got the Mask Singer, 7 o'clock on Fox. It is country night, so you have been warned and then also chapter 20 or chapter 20 of the mandalorian is uh, available today on disney plus i'm brando your hollywood outsider we've got tickets to give to you now we sure do john mayer is coming to the enterprise center right here in st louis uh on march 29th tickets are available now and all the details at 1065thearch.com we have the courtney show uh, congratulations to Carrie McBride. She won those John Mayer tickets. He's going to be here next week at the Enterprise Center solo acoustic tour. Tickets are still available, but we will have another opportunity for you to win tomorrow morning. Somebody just accidentally texted me just a picture of Aldi. It looks like a brand new Aldi mm-hmm. and and a picture of a sweatsuit that they're selling there. And then realized I wasn't the person they were supposed to text. <laughs> I just said, really nice Aldi. And it's uh, it's Catherine, uh, my friend Catherine. She said, it was like Black Friday. I was first in line. So it must be... So it must be brand new. There's a new Aldi. Somewhere. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. It's uh, west. Somewhere west. Like, is it the, Isn't there one by me, like Rock Hill, like McKnight, Manchester? I don't know. But this sweatsuit... It's a cool sweatsuit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd wear that. Yeah, so they have great deals. Whatever the brand new Aldi is that just opened, she was first in line. You may have seen her if you were there. Nice. But then I got this text, and I said in the studio, man, I just got some real bad news. And you guys were, were concerned for me. Yeah. Yes. And then you started laughing at us. Yeah, I go, no, I don't, you you, I, don't, <laughs> I don't want you. walked out. I don't want you guys to stress out about it, but I just heard from... Oh, gosh, who sent it to me? No nickname, Jonelle. My Sabaro is closed in St. Clair Square. Like forever? Yes. Remember we tried to get a pizza like a week or two ago? like, why are they closed? You guys always make fun of me because sometimes we will order carryout from the mall for Sabaro pizza. And there was nobody working. But all the rest of the stuff in the food court was open. Yeah. She sent me a picture of it, and it looks like it's for lease. Oh, boy. Oh, no. I am so upset. Are there other ones around? Let me look. No, but. Not close that's like not that. the same. No, I get that. I Where do you got to go now? Oh, I'm so upset. 141 in Big Bend is the uh, Aldi, the brand new Aldi. Oh, okay. In case you were curious. But, man, that it, that's a day ruiner. Yeah, we got a few. And around, it was in your but... backyard. Right there. And it was didn't happen all the time. But every once in a while, I'd send Nick up to the mall to bring home a big pie. Sorry. Yes. That might be it, actually. And they were always crowded. 
Does this mean the end of Sabaro? Oh, maybe the whole thing you think went went down? I'm very upset about it. Just telling you. I'm not seeing other ones around. Oh. If there's one near you, you guys need to text us. This oh, is gonna sad, text. sad news. I mean, the yeah, only right. saving grace is you are getting that sandwich shop that you like. Oh, yeah, we are getting I a uh, Jersey Mike's. That's great. Coming right in front of the mall, wow. right in front of St. Clair Square. That's great. I used to have to drive to that, the hell of Shiloh, Greenmount Road, God, worst road in America. Sorry, Shiloh. Else. It's just a terrible road. Mm. It is too much is, is going on there and not proper, a proper road was not put in. Mm. All right? Infrastructure. Yes. Yeah. It's all about the infrastructure. That's yeah. on your platform. It's poor right? civil planning done by Shiloh. Oh, and, and then this is Hall of Famer Michael said... We're losing all of our golden corrals, too. He said it might not have the same impact. What's next? You guys, you need to go out to eat more and go shop local. Keep these stores in business. Enough of the grub hubbing. You know those aren't local, right? I'm just saying, they're still part of our... You still have to go there. Get out to Walmart and just support (laughs) local businesses. I did see a Walmart was closing, too, somewhere yesterday. No way. Yeah, which is shocking. Anyway... There's your, I don't know if it's going to affect you like it did Sorry. me, Sabaro, but I'm very sad. If you want to go home. I may. I mean, I understand. Okay. It's gonna, too bad you didn't get a little heads up. Be with your you could have had a Sabaro. I know, a, a Bon Voyage yeah, pizza. Yeah, party. Oh, all right. Just do the traffic, man. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> Sorry, I'll hit the button. I wasn't ready for that. Now open for Arch Sadness at 1065thearch.com, and it's brought to you by DraftKings at the Casino Queen. We uh, already gave the rundown of the winners, but we're going to play the second song that won in just a second. But we want to let you know about the matchups that you're voting for today. I think you need to play them again if you don't want to. No, we can just talk about uh, what what's uh, the the four songs that are on the are on the docket today. Yes, on the docket today, you've got. Carol King, so far away, going up against Eric Carmen, all by myself. Mm-hmm. The, the both of them uh, were close winners coming out of the first round. They both won by about fifty percent, fifty to seven percent, fifty nine percent. All right, and then we have uh, Richard Marks right here waiting, going against Don Henley, Patty Smythe. Sometimes love. Just ain't enough. So those I mean, the favorite would probably be Richard Marks. It did it's win gonna, it's by sixty seven percent over the expose song. But you don't know. I don't know if it was that close. I don't. It, you know, my brackets busted because I went with my heart, <laughs> and that was a bad move. We see upsets. That's what makes it fun. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so you can vote now at one zero six five thearch dot com. If you have filled out a bracket, you could win five hundred dollars. But yesterday, the results we had Sinead O'Connor. Against um, Simply Red. Yeah, and that was a pummeling. Sinead it really O'Connor was. I was shocked. ran away with that one. I was a little shocked. Well, she does, in the video, there's a tear. Yeah, yeah, I mean, gets, you yeah. think of that video, it's the saddest. That black and white, that just yes. the single tear that, you know, and it's about, apparently, his housekeeper. Princess. Princess. Yeah. 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 She, we like, found out what, yesterday that Ace, the song How Long, is all about the... <laughs> Bass player who was playing in another band, yes. and Prince's song is about How, his housekeeper. Uh-huh. Man, so start. So think about that as you vote. <laughs> um, but no. So Sinead won 
uh, by a lot. And then the other matchup was John Waite against Boys to Men, and Boys to Men came out victorious, right? Yeah, 59% of the vote they got, which is a little closer, but still pretty pretty good victory for them. All right, and so, uh, so we're going to play a little Boys to Men now for you, but don't forget to go vote, 1065thearch.com. The Courtney Show. Brandos, Randos. Brandos, Randos. Random time question for you. Yeah. What do you think the most polite state is? Oh, Wisconsin. Looking, it's not that it is not the most polite. Let's see if it made the top 10. No, not in the top 10. Is it going to be Southern? You would think. No. What do you think I the would most think, polite I would think state it's Wisconsin. is? The not most Wisconsin. polite state is Michigan. No, Michigan is on the other end. <laughs> Don't like that. What about? It is. It's Wisconsin. I'm telling you, it's Wisconsin. <sighs> this would Minnesota, 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 Minnesota. Minnesota. Number three on the Idaho. List. Idaho, not in the top five. I've got the top five, and I've got the bottom five. One of our two states made it into either the top five or the bottom five. There's your hint. Hard to say. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, if, I'll say Illinois is in the bottom five. That's slanderous. And correct. And correct. <laughs> I had a so feeling. Missouri's in the top? No. No, oh, only no. one state. Missouri's oh, okay. somewhere in the middle. Okay. Uh, the most polite state, according to, I don't know, some Google stuff, Montana. Oh. Which... You know, you're so happy to see somebody in Montana. So <laughs> spread out. I've been to parts there that I didn't think they were overly nice, but I mean, you're talking about the whole state. I've only been in one little section. Yeah. So, uh, I'll say sure. Why not? Alabama number two. So in the south, Minnesota, as you mentioned, Delaware number three. I mean, how many people are in Delaware? Uh, and then Wyoming number four. So Wyoming and Montana right next to each other. Very polite. I will say. The uh, Wyoming Wyoming state trooper that pulled me over and decided not to give me a ticket was a very nice guy. Oh, but he was also from Southern Illinois. So, oh, he saw your driver's license. Yes. Oh, that's funny. He was like, "Oh, I know where that's at." Like, I know where you're from too. Uh, on the other end, California, the most impolite, followed by Kansas. California what? is shocking to me. Kansas surprises me more. Really, Kansas. That is very surprising. Uh, Illinois, number three, on uh, the bad side. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> Get out. I would think East Coast. People. I would, to too. Louisiana and Michigan uh, and Pennsylvania. Weird. Yeah. Illinois, I mean, that's just Chicago. That's, that's, yes. People are rude. They weigh us Jersey? down. <laughs> Jersey, right. Where's Jersey? They're very polite. They'll pump the, your gas for you. Mm-hmm. They're very nice. Word has it that uh, Taliban, Taliban jihadists are not enjoying their new lives in government offices. So they're, you know, they're in control now. They're running the government. And they say that the trend of quiet quitting is actually spreading among the Taliban. Uh, the men find themselves <laughs> shackled with the bureaucracy of what? running a country. Is this true? Well, they've never had to, like, do this. Uh, they're working as, they're doing, like, civilian they were jobs. In caves. And security positions. And they said they spend too much time in traffic and on Twitter. And they yearn for the tranquility of village life. So it turns out what's going to bring the Taliban is, uh, is bring them down is just the mundane work, life that we work are life. living here in the U.S. Yeah, like this sucks. <laughs> Let's go back out into the desert. A uh, recent TikTok trend called the "Everything Shower" is 
picking up some steam. Uh, those trends. That's their term. Uh, the Wall Street Journal did a story about it. So the idea is you take an extra long shower, like an hour long shower. I don't want to be in the shower that long. And you basically give yourself a full spa treatment while you're in there. You just do it once a week, but it's all the things. Facial treatments, full body exfoliator, uh, deep conditioning hair mask, detoxifying scalp scrubs. Everything you got in your arsenal, you do it in one hour-long shower. Fans of the trend say it's a good way. It's good for your physical and mental health. I don't think Dads say you spend too much damn time in the shower. I don't think it's a good idea for all of the stuff, because I watched one of the videos today, to do all these things in the shower. I don't think it's good for the drain. Well, probably not. Oh. I think there's some bad stuff. I don't think it's smart. Don't you wash all that stuff down the drain anyway? No, but I saw people applying, like, baby oil. Oh. Like, there's stuff, and I think the exfoliators aren't great either. What do you do with that, though, when you exfoliate? Yeah. Like, you, do you scrape it off and throw it in the trash? You or? wash it down the drain. <laughs> yeah. But I just think all, all those... once, you think, is bad? I don't know. It just seems like a lot of products being what? applied that are... What part of this is making it on TikTok? People aren't documenting their hour-long shower. It's just like a like a highlight reel of like, and here's, then I did this, and then the I did this, you and then do. I do this, and then I do this, and yeah. So, it, but I mean, unless you've got a real fancy water heater, you ain't taking no hour-long shower. You got no water left. You got no hot water. Yeah. The guy who went to Dickinson College in Pennsylvania just donated $2 million to cover four years of tuition for five students from Ukraine. He's also covering room and board and all their expenses to get here to the U.S. The school posted a video where all five of these kids find out about the scholarship. Oh, that's Zoom so call. great. Wow. Yeah. And they were like, no, thanks. I heard you don't have Sabaro there anymore. Oh, don't bring it up again. I had forgotten about it for a few minutes. A judge in Arizona has been charged with super extreme DUI. This is in Arizona. I don't think we have this in either Missouri or Illinois. According to court records, Seeley Hancock faces four counts of DUI charges, including super extreme DUI uh, after being arrested by Prescott police officers on Sunday. Any guess what... What, are, what a super extreme DUI okay, is. Okay, so uh, the legal limit is what? 0.08. It's what it used to be. It might still be. That is as far as you can go, right? That's when you're... Yeah, you're going to prison if you're... So 0.08. It's got to be like 1.9 well, or something. Well, 1 point something, you're dead. Okay. So it's, it's always point something. Okay. So what is it? Point. I, I'm. I have no. Point oh eight. I have no idea. So it'd be. So point. I'm gonna say point one nine. That's really close. Point two oh. Point two oh or above. They classify that as super extreme DUI. That's like blackout, drunk. But there are some people that are like the real alcoholics. They'll get that and they'll just be like, I'm. I'm fine. Everything's good. And you're like, he blew a point two two. Super extreme. So what I, happens? Uh, you you win. <laughs> You're the best. You're the best drunk out there. Well, it's a judge. It's a DUI. It's a judge. So and yeah, she's in trouble. The judge is even if they wanted to keep it hush hush. The super extreme DUI. Every paper is picking this up. Exactly. Yeah, she's toast. And last but not least, they say the average man has had the same beard, mustache, or sideburns for ten years. Which I read that and it sounds gross, but it's growing. 
Yeah. Oh, they're just saying the same style. The same style, yes. basically. I thought maybe they were trying to like go, isn't that gross? No. Well, no, I think trimming it's, it. it's just the same style. They're saying they don't change. Like once they go in on a look, facial yeah. hair, yeah. you're you're keeping that. I think this is me for the rest of my existence. With, with you the can't beard. do any better? No, <laughs> no. Never going to get better than that. Brandos, Randos. Brandos, Randos. First five notes on 106.5 The Arch. First five notes is brought to you by Carol House Furniture. Get honest value and quality furniture. Shop Carol House because you like nice things. Let's meet our contestant. For first five notes, hello, Kendall from Louisiana, Missouri. How you doing? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? Great. And you told me off the air you just got married. Yes. Not last weekend, weekend before, March 11th. March 11th. Oh, Congratulations. Congratulations. All right, well, Kendall. So my last name is now Rob, not Crowder. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, congratulations. And you know, to my notes. you're familiar with Tim's family that lives in Louisiana, right? Yes. Yes. Good people. <laughs> How's married life so far? Okay. Nothing's changed. Okay. All That's right. Good. I guess. Well, well let's win uh, some tickets for you this summer. You this and feels rigged. you and your new husband can come to Hollywood Casino Amphitheater and see Snoop Dogg. It's part of the high school reunion tour. Who do you want to play against in first five notes? Um, let's go against uh, Tim. Cousin Tim. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready to go, Kendall? Yes. All right, here's song number one. Prince. Prince nice. is correct. Nice. All right, congratulations. Here is song number two. Yeah, through a couple. That felt like Ooh. notes in there. <laughs> 70 notes in there. First 70 I notes. Need a clue. You need a clue? Um, yeah. Come on, Kendall. Uh, well, let's play it again. Uh, let's it's a see. question. Is it's this, a question. Yeah. The title of the song is a question. <sighs> this is a big artist. He's got his own uh, digital radio channel, and our own Nikki Glazer is the voice. What? Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Um, oh, got, yeah, I don't know that either. He's got two first names. Um, okay, what's the game place? What and Busters? Dave. Yes. All right. Um, Broderick. Any, of... any Daves you can think of that are musicians? <laughs> I mean, come on. Who plays Ferris Bueller? Oh, um, um, Oh, goodness. All right. We're going to give it to Tim. I have no more clues to to give. Yeah, that is What Would You Say by the Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, there you go. Dave Matthews. We were looking for Matthew. Oh. All right, Kendall, you got to get this last one in order to win those tickets to see Snoop at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Here is song number three. First six doo-doos, you'd have it. First, second. So you know the song, right? Yes. Do you know any of the words? No. Okay. Get me right. through Move on this. to the title then, or the artist. First, second. Third. Okay. There you go. Not your nose or your mouth, but your... 
Eyes. Third yeah. eye blonde. Yeah. That was a win somehow, Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> somehow in our bizarre universe, Con- that's a win. Congratulations to you. <laughs> you will be seeing Snoop Dogg at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater on July 16th. Hold on. We'll get all your info. We will play again tomorrow for more tickets on The Courtney Show. The Courtney Show. I didn't get a chance to talk about it today, but you guys see that the, uh, the first all-female firefighter crew... Uh, is happening in St. Louis. St. Louis Fire Department has their first all-female fire fighting crew. What town is that in? It's in the city. First time in 165 years, four women on one company. Uh, Pamela Saunders Isaac, LaCole McKinney, Jessica Jackson, and Elizabeth McCormick make up the historical team of women leading Engine 26 in North City. Wow. Isn't that cool? It is cool. Sounds like a movie. Currently, there are only 12 St. Louis City firefighters that are women, and so now the department, they're going to be poster children to get more women involved. That's great. It's very cool. Have you ever slid down a firefighter, uh, the pole at a, at a firehouse? Not a real one, no. Not a real one. I have once. Really? Yeah. And? It seems like higher than I want. It, I would want it to be. It wasn't as exciting as I wanted it to be. Okay. I don't know why it seemed way more exciting. Like, it, I thought it would be more exciting. It wasn't. I just kept thinking of Bridget Jones. Like, remember the scene where she she's coming down? And it's like the camera's there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her butt hits the camera. Oh. Yeah. But I, I didn't get injured, so that was good news. But congratulations. That's that's a really, really cool thing. 165 years. Wow. Um. All right, so we have some text today. So I got that mistake text earlier about Aldi uh, from a friend of mine that was first in line. So somebody texted me that said that, um, I don't have a name for this person, that said the Aldi thing, they have a big uh, sale every week, or not every week, every year at all the Aldis. The Aldi swap drop is lit. They drop swag once a year for like a week, and it's so good this year. I bought everything. Swap drop or swag drop? Swag drop, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> swag drop. Uh, and then I got pictures of uh, the person in all the all the stuff. Sweatsuit, bucket hat, fanny pack. Remember, this, it, it was like we had a question of the day, and so, I don't know what the question was, but somebody texted and they got an outfit. Was like oh, a what's dress a weird place? Or something well, at Aldi. We worked with somebody that got had got this jean dress, is that and what it she is? bought it at Aldi, and that's what brought up the question: like, what weird thing have you bought at a grocery store? That's okay. That's but yeah, nice. and then I ran into somebody a, about a month or two ago that had these really cool boots on, and she bought them at Aldi. Hmm. But anyway, the swap drop is lit, according to Swag this texture. Swag drop, I mean. I don't know why I keep saying swap. Here's it rhymes. A lot of people texting about the sadness over Sabaro closing. Oh, my God. Um, are they sad or are they just sad for you? I think they're sad. Duran texted me. She had a joke. And I told her it was too soon. She <laughs> said, Sabaro just got pizza partied. Oh, yeah. That's I, pretty funny. I told her it was too soon. And she said she just told her daughter she's devastated. She said she was going to have Sabaro cater her wedding. And then she said, looks like neither one is happening. I'm surprised. I would assume that. Was that the wedding? Oh, wow. 
got I'm, dark there. Wow. I'm surprised. I'm assuming that uh, GFS has something just as good. Yeah, right. At Sabaro. We've got these meatballs. <laughs> I want to know what's going on with his wedding. I know. Uh, but yeah, so the St. Clair Square one, and we looked it up. The closest is Effingham. That's how I feel about it. It's been Effingham. A, it's been a sad day. Real sad day. And then uh, the South County Fuddruckers closed somebody. Oh, said yeah. Too, which uh-huh. is, I believe, the That's last a big part. Around. Are you guys going to be all right today? This is too. That's a tough one for two me. Two emotional hits. And I haven't been to either in a long time, but there's some peace of mind in knowing that if you needed it's to there. go to either one, you could go. It's make there. A, make a Saturday of it, hit both of them. Sad. All right. Um, let's see. Oh, we talked about, Tim was looking at some numbers earlier. We talked about annoying things on social media. When someone asks for suggestions and they say, and go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. People on Facebook who annoy me are the ones that post about their kids acting like they are perfect. I've been around your kids. They kind of <laughs> suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Was that directed at me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to see ultra political people on my Facebook feed. I've hidden many people because of because all they post are political rants. Keep Facebook to family lifestyle stuff. That's from Stacy from Fenton. Yeah, I agree, Stacy. Um, and then uh, let's see what else we talked about. Things that you got into because of your significant other, maybe begrudgingly, or you went through a phase where like, hey, I was really into paintball. Paintball for a while. <laughs> I don't know, but I can see that happening. I a girl, she loved paintball. She, you know, I can see that happening though. Like you're in a league. <laughs> it was our thing Wednesday nights. And you could be still into it, or maybe you're like, man, I was really. I just went along with whatever they maybe were it's into. Pickleball and um, uh, days of our lives and young and the restless. That's from Jeff Fallon. <laughs> I think one of those two. Young and the Russells just had their 50th anniversary. Oh, wow. I think so. Um, this is for, from Cheryl with a K. My husband thinks I am too involved in your show. I won't even let him talk to me when you all are speaking. <laughs> That's <laughs> He's good. probably right. That's good. Um, my uh, This is from Cindy. My ex-husband got me interested in the Chicago Bulls in the 90s. We lived in Chicago, went to as many games as possible to see Michael Jordan and the Dream Team win three championships. The repeat, three-peat. I went from never watching basketball to it being my favorite sport to watch. They are the best sports memories of my life. That is oh, not wow. the Dream Team. That's something else. Well, the Dream Team is Olympics, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, there are some dreams. And then somebody said that, oh, remember Bore Kristen was at that concert I dra- I dragged Nick to, the Guster, oh, really? Rufus, mm-hmm. and Ben Folds. And she said, I would have not gone to that concert had it not been for my boyfriend at the time, now husband. I was at that concert, and it was great. I enjoyed it myself. Yeah. Somebody said if I like Dad's cookie, cookie, uh, cookie ice cream sandwich, that I should try Dad's oatmeal cookies with peanut butter on them. I didn't even know these were. Oh, Maybe just buy them. Just, just put them buy on them yeah. and then put peanut butter. Huh? I don't know. I don't know either. I wouldn't say no to it, but the ice cream is pretty yeah. perfect. And I'm gonna buy some next time I'm at Schnucks. I will get you some Dad's oatmeal cookies since you've okay. never tried. Although you don't like crispy cut. Cu- Cookies. No, I mean, I can grab some myself. It seemed like a reasonably priced cookie. <laughs> it is. A re- <laughs> I think it's Scotch oatmeal. Is yeah, the- yes. oh, I found yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. 
All right. Great text today, you guys. We have your Great Taste Gang song of the day coming up in just a few minutes. Brought to you by the Appliance Discounters. But get in and make that request because every day we end the show, every Monday through Friday, we end the show with one of your picks. And you can put your request in at 1065thearch.com. The Courtney Show. Somebody texted me just a minute ago and said that if you go... Oh, it's Leslie. It was Leslie. And she said, if you want to laugh... Go to the Isle, all the Isle of Shame Facebook page. People are posting the swag, and it's hilarious. Hilariously awesome, that is. And I just went there. I don't see any recent. Do I have to like it in order to see the most recent? No, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, I don't see anything. I'm here. I'm going to like it. Define hilarious. <laughs> Let me see. I don't see anything new coming up. I mean, they show they were showing you prior the different Aldi gear you could buy today. And it was just looks like that sweatsuit, really. And fanny pack and bucket hat. Yeah. I don't know. So it's anyway, swag. I'm going to un... Oh, wait, here we go. No, that's Unfollow not... Leslie. No, I'm going to unfollow this. <laughs> Done with you, Leslie. I don't want... <laughs> Unlike. I'm unliking. Unliking. Uh, but yeah, so they're having some big day today. So I appreciate all the... You know, it's like... It's cultish. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you need distraction. Yes. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm strictly one cult at a time. I'm in the Costco <laughs> cult. Yes, we know. I had to learn. Yeah, but you have to understand people like this are similar to you right. with the Costco. There's a whole thing. There's a whole way you got to learn everything. I hated it for years while we were, we were still members, and now I've gotten used to it and fine. I don't love it. Whatever. All right. On the blog today. Um, you can see that TikTok, the latest fad about the everything shower, whatever. Uh, this the James Vanderbeek's pretty cute. The him seeing that '90s icons puzzle mm-hmm. with all with his 100 children at an Airbnb <laughs> and finding himself on the puzzle. Uh, Ferris and Cameron from uh, you know Matthew and Alan. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You can see that picture of those two reuniting. And I don't know anything we talked about in. Uh, Hollywood Outsider is all up at the blog today. 1065thearch.com. It is also where you can go and request your Great Taste Gang song of the day. And you can vote, too, so don't forget to vote for Arch Sadness. Arch Sadness is going on. It's brought to you by Draft Kings at the Casino Queen. We are still in round two voting. And the the matchups today are? Uh, We've got Carol King going up against Richard Marks and, or I'm sorry, uh, Eric Carmen. So Carol King so far away and Eric Carmen all by myself so far because you can kind of see some of the early voting. Eric Carmen doing well so far. That'll make Greg Warren happy. Yeah. So Love if you him. have strong feelings about that, go vote. You know, if you if you want that Carol King to do well. And then the other matchup is uh, Patty Smythe and Don Henley. Sometimes Love Just Ain't Enough versus Richard Marks. Right here waiting. I think Right Here Waiting also leading right now. Man, I forgot to mention that somebody texted me earlier. They'd never heard that Boys to Men song before, and they heard it, and they what? hated it. Oh, really? So much. Really? Yeah. I asked them, tell me how you really feel. How have you never heard that song? Before? They hadn't. They said, it's I just laughed. At, they made me laugh, though, because they were so passionate about hating <laughs> it so much. <laughs> oh, suggestion. Don't ever play that Boys to Men song ever again. It's awful, and not just the sadness. Just... They sound off-key and a horrible song. <laughs> off-key? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think about the off-key They did not thing. like it. I, I appreciate somebody telling me how they feel. Yeah. 
All right, Great Come Taste on. Gang song of the day. Brought- oh, sorry, before that, though, I'm going to post the Bernadette uh, mashed Bert- potato recipe. Famous. The, well, the famous mashed potato recipe will be up on our Instagram stories. Okay. So go on Instagram, check that out, take a screenshot, and that recipe is yours forever. All right, Great Taste Gang song of the day brought to you by Appliance Discounters. Shop GE Appliances and other brands at theappliancediscounters.com for pricing that beats all the competitors every day. Uh, it came up earlier because this band, Ween, just announced that they are coming to town in August over at the St. Louis Music Park. So, Brett B. Uh, requested this one, thought it might be a good idea. We agreed. It's Push the Little Daisies by Ween on The Courtney Show. Your great taste gang song of the day. Feels like 94 again. <laughs>